Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to a uh, Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. A listener a few months ago sent me a wonderful quote from Voltaire. And it was, anyone who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Uh, We've seen this happen time and time again in our country. Anyone who can make you uh, believe absurdities like, uh, I don't know, taking a vaccine that your kids don't need and you don't really need or wearing a stupid mask that doesn't work or shutting down schools when it didn't need to be done or uh, that uh, little girls can become little boys and should go through puberty blockers and surgery. Anyone who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Anyone who can make you believe absurdities. How about, uh, you know, January the 6th was the worst uh, attack on America since 9-11. That attack resulted in 2,700 people being killed. And in New York City, two buildings collapsing on one another, 350 firefighters and police officers crushed to death with civilians, billions of dollars worth of damage, hundreds of people jumping out of windows. How does that relate to January the 6th where people were invited into the building, where the crowd was infiltrated, according to Newsweek, literally two years ago, infiltrated by 14 left-leaning groups and actually departed Donald Trump's speech before the speech was over or were already at the Capitol that morning? There was no damage to the Capitol. They opened two hours later. There was no damage to the Capitol. And there's footage inside of the building that showed exactly what I have said since January the 7th. And that is, this was a trap. This was made up. And when you think of all the people who have been investigated, all the people whose lives have been destroyed then you realize anyone who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. And this includes by the media. And the greatest atrocity the media could commit is to cover the truth. To cover up the truth, I should say. To cover up the truth. And that's what we've seen. And I kind of find it funny, you know, that, uh, that the, uh, the Democrats today are saying that Tucker Carlson selectively edited videotape to present a false narrative... 
when that's what the Democrat Party and the mainstream media have been doing for the last uh, three years, um, two years on January the 6th, three years of COVID, uh, uh, Russia collusion, five years, uh, and let's see, Hunter Biden's laptop, three years. Are you out of your mind? 61% of the American people believe the, people believe the feds helped incite the Capitol riot. Rasmussen reports a national telephone, telephone and online survey that 80% of likely U.S. voters believe it is important that the public be able to view all of the videos of the Capitol riot, including 58% who think it's very important, 17% don't think it's important for the public to be able to see the videos at all. And what we saw last night was stunning. But what we're hearing this morning from the left shows me that you could literally do anything if you're a Democrat. You could do anything if you're a swamp creature. You could do anything against conservatives, including lining them up and shooting them to death. And CBS, ABC, NBC, NPR, all of them would line up to say it was the people who were killed. It was their fault. These are remarkable, remarkable times that we live in, and I've never seen anything like this in my life. I've never seen and never imagined how evil some people could be. But now, in an observation I made probably 15 years ago when I lived in Washington, D.C., I lived in the D.C. area for 12 years, and I questioned why, I think, uh, seven of the top ten richest counties in America surround Washington, D.C., and it's kind of strange because there's no Silicon Valley there. There's no Detroit there. They don't build cars there. You know what they do do? They take your money, and they decide which of their friends it should go to. That's it. And then they ignore people in East Palestine, Ohio, and then they ignore children in inner cities, black kids in inner cities with no hope, no hope at all. Because of what Dems have wrought on those cities with their nonsense policies and their terrible schools. I told you months ago, 2022 will be the year of a peaceful, let me say peaceful, American Revolution. Because it has to be. And if... The events of the last three years haven't convinced you. Then just the stories that have come out this week with Anthony Fauci actively covering up the origins of the virus. Even Meghan McCain admits that. He covered up the origins of the virus because his department was funding gain-of-function research at the lab in Wuhan, China, and it was either accidentally released or purposely released by China. And our government, despite the fact that supposedly one million people have died from COVID, and now we know two government departments, the FBI being one of them, say that this virus came from the Wuhan lab, and yet our government is betting down with China to cover their asses. Did my level best to kind of breathe before I came in here today because we are beyond a boiling point. We are a pressure cooker that's been on a stove full tilt for three years. And if you take the lid off that pressure cooker, it's going to blow up 
all over the place. I know this. When I was a kid, I'll just I'll do a little story here. My mother, she uh, she was a great cook, and I remember when we were kids, we were in the kitchen, and my mother was pressure cooking a uh, chicken on the stove, and uh, she went over and uh, the little thing that was going on top that would show you there's steam in there. It was malfunctioning, I guess, and so she she opened it up and it blew up all over her and my brother, and they were burned. And the and the 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 top of the pot flew and hit the ceiling and stuck to the ceiling for a few seconds before falling. That's how big it was, and that's the pressure that people are feeling in this country, in their hearts, watching this government abuse its citizenry like we never ever imagined before. And even if you disagree with Tucker Carlson presenting the video last night, and I said that we should all have the video, and, and by the way, we will, all the news organizations will have the video. But you see, the reason why, one of the reasons why Tucker got the video, A, he's got a massive staff. They have been able to comb through all of this video. And it takes, I mean, a yeoman's effort, or, or person's, or, or whatever effort to go through all of that. And while CBS, ABC, NBC are bitching about not getting it, they are also saying that uh, it shouldn't be released. So you tell me who they thought, who Kevin McCarthy, who the freedom-loving people in our capital thought would actually share the story so people could see it. And to be able to have the ability and the staff to be able to share it. Because the New York Times wouldn't do D-word with it. The Washington Post wouldn't do anything with it. ABC, BS, NBC, they wouldn't do anything with it. All they would do is selectively edit it and say, yeah, there's nothing to see here. But what we saw last night should shoot down a bunch of the narratives. And most importantly, out of all that I saw last night, and we will see this week, and the left will caterwaul, and they will cry, and they will shriek like they have about everything when you say that uh, this this transgender nonsense should be uh, kept out of your kid's elementary school. They shriek at you and call you a homophobe when you say that I don't want my kid to be hated because he's white or my, my kid to hate white kids because he's black, and you said anything, they scream at you and say that you're a racist. Joe Biden called people who supported Donald Trump mega fascists. He called them enemies of democracy. Do you realize what is happening here? We've been in World War III for a couple of years now. We're mid-fight now. We're in the thick of it right now. Because half of this country has literally had the government declare war on them. And another thing about that video that was released last night, and it will get to all other media organizations and other organizations, so it will be undeniable. But doesn't it suck to be Chuck Schumer this morning? Doesn't it suck to be ABC, CBS, NBC, where the last two years they have used selectively edited video given to them by Democrats and the January 6th committee, which was fraudulent, kangaroo court, third world, 
all of those people should either face charges and go to jail for life or be shamed for the rest of their miserable, stinking, filthy lives. Because there is nothing worse in this world, as far as I'm concerned, than falsely imprisoning someone and shutting down free speech. And that's what this has been about. So CBS, NBC, ABC, Chuck Schumer, you had your selective video for two years, and you used it to lock people up. Literally hiding evidence. January 6th committee, Democrats hiding evidence, including a man who went to the Capitol wearing some horns on his head. And he's been sentenced to prison for four years. And we find out last night he didn't do anything violent. He was just in the building. The police led him around. They were polite. They invited him into the House chamber. He went into the House chamber. Did he set anything on fire? No. He went up and he stood at the podium and he offered a prayer to the police who allowed citizens to come into their capital. Yeah, there's that. Donald Trump tweeted this this morning, and of course we all know that he was uh, impeached after he left office for inciting a riot that we now found out was not a riot at all. It was a setup. It was a shakedown. It was a put-on. Donald Trump, great courage shown by Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy in releasing the surveillance footage to Tucker Carlson so that our country and indeed the world can see what really happened during the January 6th events. A whole new and completely opposite picture has been indelibly painted. The unselect committee lied and should be prosecuted for their actions. Nancy and Mitch were a disaster on security. Thank you, Kevin and Tucker, free at last. And I'm going to tie this into other things today. Don't worry, everybody. It won't just be about January the 6th. I'm also going to share some great video of the uh, president of Newsmax Television, Chris Ruddy. He spoke at CPAC. We're making some headway with regard to DirecTV. But more importantly, all of the things that the deep state, big social media, and the mainstream media said were disinformation and misinformation, he acknowledged, among other things. Here's the number. I'd love to hear what you think. 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. I pledge allegiance to the flag 
of the United States of America. the January 6th prisoners and to the republic for which it stands one nation under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. They sing every night. Every night, they say the national anthem. They sing the national anthem about 9 o'clock. And uh, many of them have not been to trial. They've been in uh, solitary confinement for over a year. Some of them, some of them have injuries. They're being felled. Uh, they're being fed tepid water. They're being abused. And everyone knows it. And it's been seen. And it has been done. And uh, it is unacceptable in this country. But let me hear uh, another thing from these dregs, from these insurrectionists in, uh, in the Bastille in Washington, D.C. Here's a prayer they do. And uh, this, is, uh, this was sneaked out. These are the insurrectionists. These are the those who are the enemies of democracy, praying, thanking God for the experience so they could learn. Thank you for this experience, God, that we may get to grow and have a chance to become better men and more humble followers of your word and your will. Even though we may not fully understand it or see the whole path yet, we have full faith and confidence that you have a plan for us. When something this absurd and cruel happens, you have to wonder why God put this before you. That's what I do. And more importantly, what will you learn from it? I'd like to pray for our broken nation, O oh God. May every soul come to know the love and grace of your only Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is the good shepherd. He is the true vine, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David and the bright morning star. He is the way and the truth and the life. Thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of so many people in this country and the world. May we always let our light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify you and only you, our loving Father who art in heaven. I wonder how many Antifa and Black Lives Matter protesters who caused $2 billion worth of damage, 30 lives, thousands of police injuries. I wonder if they sing the national anthem every night and they pray to God. I think I just answered the question. This is, uh, honestly, when you look at the compendium of lies that we've been subjected to, 
Uh, even if Chuck Schumer comes out this morning and says Tucker Carlson selectively edited, even if CBS says this morning that uh, it was selectively edited, uh, there are thousands of instances of evidence of our DOJ going after American citizens. I'm going to get to all of that. We're going to get some of Tucker video last night. We're going to hear some great words from Chris Ruddy, who is the head of Newsmax. This as Fox begins to take a leftward lean and solidly against Donald Trump. Okay? We're going to get to all of that Monty, you're going to be up. Monty will be the first caller of the day on this. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. So, it's funny because on social media... You couldn't say that you thought that uh, the, the insurrection wasn't really an insurrection. Isn't that funny? You couldn't say it on social media for about two years until, until Elon Musk bought Twitter. You couldn't say it. You couldn't say that, no, no, this is not what it's uh, made out to be. The, uh, the media narrative, there's something going on here. I want investigations. I'd like to see all the videotape inside the Capitol that day. And for that, you were shut down on social media, and the mainstream media called you a conspiracy theorist, and you could only accept one narrative, and that is that Trump supporters tried to overthrow the government. Oh, yeah, they also did the same thing on the COVID vaccine, questioning the vaccine, questioning vaccine injuries. Uh, on CRT, on the southern border, 50, a myriad, myriad, dozens of things you could not say on social media. You could not, and it all came from the deep state. So if you think that Tucker Carlson releasing the videos of January 6th last night and revealing the real truth, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Because this 
does nothing to disprove our suspicions. It only proves them 1,000%. And when you look at all of the other myriad of ways our government, the deep state, big social media, and the mainstream media have misled and lied to us, then it's impossible to remotely even consider that the January 6th insurrection was actually an insurrection. This is the kind of stuff that dictatorships do. This is the Reichstag. I said January the 7th. I said there's something wrong here. There's something not right here. That they could open this building after an insurrection that we haven't seen since 1812. An insurrection that supposedly, literally, they were saying caused $100 million worth of damage to the Capitol a couple days afterwards. That went away. I knew immediately it was bullcrap because, A, Trump supporters don't do damage. Antifa does. They have a history of it. They have billions of dollars of damage behind them, including trying to burn down St. John's Church and driving Donald Trump and his family into the nuclear bunker. None of that happened on January the 6th. They ushered the people out. Brian Sicknick was still there two hours after he supposedly originally was reported to have been murdered by a fire extinguisher. He helped to hustle people out. He was wearing a, a helmet, a bike helmet and everything, and he was perfectly fine. And Tucker Carlson revealed last light, that last night. Lie number one. What hasn't been disproven? Ashley Babbitt was murdered for no good reason, and she was unarmed. I told you we are living a tale of two cities. I came up with this narrative when I lived in Washington, D.C. We have a bourgeois. We have a proletariat. We are the proletariat. We are fed the crumbs. The bourgeois lives high on the hogs. And now we have a Bastille. When you add those up, it's not going to end well for the ruling class. But this is what your media said January the 7th. Certain dates echo throughout history. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Similar to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Wow. We can now add January 6th, 2021, to that very short list of dates in American history that will live forever in infamy. The worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War. The worst attack on our democracy uh, since the Civil War. Yeah. That's what they said. You want to hear what else they said? I'm, I'm going to share what else they said. Here's uh, here are a couple things that uh, they said. Hold on, let me get it right here real quick because this is pretty good stuff. Because we've been lied, we've been uh, told that we are fools. Uh, oh, oh, here's this is this is uh, this is uh, somebody who's no longer very much on uh, on uh, uh, MSNBC. Rachel Maddow. This is her a few days after January the sixth. Just just the key point that yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke, and you can we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol. That rally was very far from the Capitol. Huh, and the what people else? who, as you say, did the... What else? What else did they lie to us about for years and years and years? How about Hunter Biden's laptop? How about that? Here, let me find the clip here. Hold on. My, my computer's being weird. I wouldn't, it wouldn't doubt it if somebody's messing with me, to be quite honest. 
Uh, and, and I'm not kidding, uh, you know, because I, I already know some things. Uh, people who are kind of paying attention to old Rob Carson. Uh, here we go. Here, how about this? How about this right here? How about this? Incriminating evidence allegedly found on a laptop belonging to Biden. <laughs> some sort of Russian, Russian disinformation, disinformation campaign. One eternity later. Biden emails finally authenticated according to the New York Times. Ah. It's rewind time. It's a lie. Altered or fake. Unverified emails. The story did not quite land due to the lack of verification. Let's be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Well, because it can't be verified. I don't even want to report this. This is the one of the most powerful families in Washington. I'm a journalist. Okay, I would add to that everything, every single thing about COVID. Now, tell me the media has any credibility saying that what Tucker Carlson revealed last night didn't mean anything. You dirty, filthy, rotten cabal of of, uh, communists, of socialists, of Marxists. You almost got away with it. You really did. You almost got away with it. But you've started a storm. You have started... Uh, you have started something you will not be able to shut down, and you've been trying, and you've heard a lot of people, and you've even sent people to jail. But uh, hell is coming. It's it's going to be peaceful. It's going to be through the courts, and it's going to be through the American people, all of us, including the 61 people of all Americans who believe that the feds helped incite the Capitol riot. You can't put this fire out. It's over for you. And if I were MSNBC and ABC, CBS, PBS, PBR, whatever they are, I'd do my level best to try to get on the right side of history and the right side of God. Let's go to Monty in Jackson, Tennessee. Hello there, Monty. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Rob, let's just uh, start off with the judge in D.C. He's the first one that needs to be arrested. Uh, he's admitted in the open courtroom to violating everyone's rights in there. And he obviously didn't do his due diligence because he could have he could have gotten all of that uh, all the video evidence to look and see what really happened. Hey, Bonnie, Bonnie, the January 6th committee had access to all the video, including the video that showed the supposed QAnon shaman being peacefully led by security through the Capitol like he was getting a tour even into the House chambers where he led a prayer for the police. So that is uh, right there. That is withholding evidence. That is a federal crime. That should mean that people go to jail. Those people who persecuted him alone, not the other January 6th protesters, that's going to come. But also the people who were on January 6th, the committee, that withheld all of this video evidence from the American people with their kangaroo court. Go ahead. I agree with you, Rob, but we got to start somewhere. And the yeah, I know. best evidence is in open courtroom that judge has admitted to violating everyone's rights. So every one of those defendants, every time they've been in court, that is one count. That guy yep. needs to be in jail for the rest of his life. He needs to be uh, bankrupt just like all the defendants have been bankrupt his family needs to be bankrupt i mean they need to take every penny that he has ever had away from him and let him rot in jail like these poor guys uh are riding in the best deal this is just it's beyond beyond 
It is not America, wow. is it, Monty? It is not. It is not America. Did you ever imagine, even five years ago, that our federal government, all of the agencies, FBI, IRS, and we always had uh, you know suspicions, but the DHS, the HHS, the CDC would be so beyond corrupt and so bought and paid for that they would ignore the American people and literally persecute them for nothing to cover up their own malfeasance. It honestly is beyond the abuses and usurpations the founders ever dreamed of against the king of, of King George at the time. It is beyond the uh, abuses and usurpations that sparked the Revolutionary War. It is remarkable what we've seen and how far we have sunk, and we have got to take our federal government back. We have to, and I'm not talking about an overturning of the government. I'm talking about wholesale firings, wholesale uh, arrests, wholesale indictments, convictions, uh, people sentenced to prison, defunding of massive groups, including eliminating the DHS immediately, immediately defunding the DHS for what it is and the abuses that it committed on the American people. I'm going to get into all of this as the show progresses because the DHS was created out of evil and is evil. Let's go to Michelle in Westminster, Maryland. Hello, Michelle, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hello, my friend. How are you today? I'm good. Go ahead. I am going to say to the Republicans right now, if you do not go and take every single prisoner out of the D.C. gulag and out of the prisons that those have been convicted have been sent to, we will. We need to... We need to, uh, I'll tell you, um, uh, we need to send thousands of people to stand outside of that yes, jail. Did. And we need yes, to we sing did. and we need to pray. I am not into uh, storming buildings. The left is when they're not uh, attempting to lead people into a Reichstag situation at January the 6th, which I said January the 7th. Then we have to come, because they shut us down. Michelle, for a year after January the 6th, they wouldn't allow Americans to come to Washington, D.C. to petition the I government. I was there. I was yeah. there on January the 6th. I took a bus of 32 other people with me. And we came home, all, 32, all 33 of us, and our bus driver. And it was a great day until after the speech, we stood there and watched people change from black to mega gear. We watched them being brought in in dark-colored SUVs, and they all piled out. We watched how it all happened. And then whenever we tried to say, no, it wasn't us, I had to listen to my mother tell me how ashamed she was of me for being there that day, for what I was doing. And why did you go, Michelle? You went because you felt the 2020 election was stolen. And we were told... We were told that you could not question the election on the day after the election. My Facebook yeah. page went away the day after the election before I could even post anything. And you couldn't say anything about election fraud. You were called a denier and you were stricken from big social media. The same went with COVID protocols from the government. The same went with January the 6th. You couldn't say that you felt it was a fraudulent and that Trump supporters did not want to overthrow the government. It it was nonsense to believe that, right, Michelle? It was nonsense. It was absolute nonsense. And if we wanted it to be an insurrection, trust me, it would have been an insurrection. But that's not what we were there for. We were there to give our members of Congress an actual backbone. 
that they slithered away and hid. They all are part of this. They had, every one of them had the opportunity to do it. I, I love Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's great. She wants to go ahead and put the bill in to make Antifa uh, a, a terrorist group. Fantastic. Get your little tail over there, open up the jail, and get them out now. Yes. No excuses, um, no BS. I don't want to hear anything other than the fact that they are being released this week. No yeah. question. They need to be released, uh, time served, done, and then they need to get some sort of financial uh, retribution. retribution. They also need to, uh, the people who have held them hostage and have tortured them and have injured them and have ignored them and ignored their rights, they need to be, uh, the prisoners need to be replaced with them. They need to be replaced with them. Thanks for the phone call. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. It's the Rob Carson Show. As you know, Brett, uh, the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Do you know how many people were taken off of social media for suggesting that the last two years? And the FBI director, Christopher Wray, said this week, oh, yeah, we knew about it forever. Wow, I got to tell you, I really, really got to tell you. What else? What else did we find out about the federal government lying to you and me? Well, here's Jim Jordan. I played this yesterday. January 31st, 10.32 p.m., 2020. So right at the get-go, Dr. Fauci gets an email from Dr. Christian Anderson, which says virus looks engineered, virus not consistent with evolutionary theory. The next day, he gets another email from Dr. Gary. Now, these are doctors he's handed out our tax dollars to over the years. Dr. Gary's email says, I don't know how this happens in nature it would be easy to do in a lab that same day february 1st 2020 so again right at the start that same day dr fauci organizes a conference call him and dr collins get on there with dr gary dr anderson all these other virologists they get on there and three days later everybody changes their story the same guy who said this would be easy to do in a lab says, oh, now you're crazy if you think it came from a lab. The same guy that says, I don't know how this, that, that this would, uh, that this does, that looks engineered. He changes his story. And then the kicker is, What's that? three months later, those same two doctors, Dr. Anderson and Dr. Gary, get a several million, uh, several million dollar grant from Dr. Fauci. To wow, that's just amazing, isn't it? I told you, seven of the ten richest counties in America surround Washington, D.C., and they don't build cars there. They don't build solar panels there. All they do is take your money and share it with their cronies and their friends and enrich themselves while people in Palestine wallow in toxins, while people in America's inner cities wallow in crime and miserable failing schools and cities like Portland and San Francisco rot with people dying of fentanyl streaming across our border, an open border that you couldn't say was open on social media. That's another thing they declared misinformation and disinformation. And let's not forget... Uh, the New York Post, Just the News, Epic Times, Fox News, uh, Newsmax, all flagged by the Election Integrity Partnership and its collaborators. This is a story that I had months and months ago. A government agency that literally was called the Election Integrity Partnership, and it only went after those who said that 2020 wasn't on the up and up. Isn't that just remarkable? I told you the twister board is on fire, and the left will not be able to put it all out. They will not be able to put it all out. Let's go to uh, James in Albuquerque. James, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, 
I knew the truth uh, about January 6th, and uh, a lot of us did, even as Rush used to say, with half my brain tied behind my back. <laughs> yes, yes. So the thing is, Rob, is uh, I, I truly believe that Trump will win the nomination in in the primary, and I pray that God will bless us with him winning the general and becoming president again. And uh, I think the first thing he's going to do is uh, give those uh, political prisoners a pardon. Yes, and uh, the only thing we got to be careful with is that if, if Trump gets in there and God blesses us with him, or even a, a true conservative uh, Republican, that we got to be careful not to put in a Jeff, a Jeff Sessions, a Bill Barr, and uh, yeah. and the FBI director that's in there right now. So yeah, that's Christopher. my prayer and my hope for the the you know the January six prisoners of uh, political prisoners. All right, thanks, buddy. Um, and here's the thing, you know, <laughs> Newsmax was kicked off of uh, of uh, Directv. I mentioned this the the day that it happened. I said, huh, Newsmax covers Trump rallies, not all of them, but most of Trump rallies. And I said, that's interesting because the direction to get rid of OAN and Newsmax and Fox on DirecTV came from Nancy Pelosi and two Democrats. OAN went first, then then Newsmax. And you think that Fox isn't going to be next? Well, maybe not. You know why? Because Fox, like last night, Sean Hannity said that he had an exclusive interview with Donald Trump and one with Ron DeSantis. Guess what? Ron DeSantis was first, and the Trump interview was just a phone call from his radio show earlier in the day. And right now, Paul Ryan sits on the board of Fox News, and he wants Trump gone. And Rupert Murdoch wants Trump gone. So the last network standing will be Fox News, and it is moving left, with the exception, thank God, of Tucker Carlson. More on this and a brilliant speech by Mr. Chris Ruddy, the, the CEO of Newsmax, saying just this with evidence coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. No blind rhetoric. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. 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 They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is our number two of the Rob Carson Show, and we have uh, much to get to this hour. Uh, lots of audio with regard to uh, the January the 6th here. And again, just remember this, that the January 6th committee in the Democrat Party had 44,000 hours of video to choose from, and they selected maybe 10 minutes for their narrative, which was that this was the worst attack on our capital since 1812, Pearl Harbor, 9-11, and the Civil War. 
Tucker Carlson picks up their video that they didn't use off their cutting room floor and shows you that was all a lie. <laughs> and they're mad about it. It's, it's remarkable. It really is. Your selective editing is bad, but mine is fine. Unbelievable. <clears throat> so... I got a uh, note from uh, John yesterday, John uh, Osborne. I'll just say John Osborne. And, and uh, yesterday I did an epic open monologue where I quoted Voltaire, and I went through all of the ways that uh, uh, ye people commit evil. And, uh, and it was epic. It's on uh, Rumble uh, at, at Rob Carson Show. It's also on the podcast at Newsmax.com slash listen. And uh, I didn't realize until after I said the monologue, and no, I don't listen to my show because I hear myself in my headphones three hours a day. So, you know, not, not really interested in hearing me again. And I listened to it, and I said, well, this is, yeah, this is good. So if you want to check that out. But I got a, I got a note from John, and he says, uh, he says, hey, my friend, you might want to think about playing that again every day. Not only the, the monologue, but also what followed it yesterday. I'll share that in a second. I just pulled my tractor trailer into the uh, Raleigh-Durham, uh, North Carolina area to have a lunch, and it was so moving I quit e eating until it was over. You have hit the core of America with that segment, and speaking for myself, I would love to hear that at the beginning of your show every day. That, my dear brother, is red, white, and blue all the way. And, uh, and so I'm going to do what I did yesterday at the beginning of the show. Uh, I'm not going to repeat the monologue, but I am going to repeat a couple of things, uh, including a soundbite from Donald Trump and a recording of January the 6th protesters. Now we know who were convicted uh, or at least are in jail on false charges disproven for many of them by the videotape that was left on the cutting room floor by Democrats selectively so they would remain in jail. And then uh, and, and Donald Trump reading the uh, Pledge of Allegiance in between. So uh, without further ado, I will not interrupt. Let's hear it. Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over, and they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands. And 
one nation, under God. Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Donald Trump says, I'm your retribution. That, uh, that meant a lot to me because I want retribution for this, for the abuses and usurpations that we have suffered during the last three years, including the lie about COVID's origins and the absolutely unconstitutional nonsense that wrecked our country uh, caused by liars in government. Retribution is a good word. And I want retribution for uh, these political prisoners that we have in Washington, D.C. Now that we know inside the Capitol it was peaceful. Why would there be so much violence outside and none inside unless the goal was to get Trump protesters into the Capitol? where they could be charged with things like trespassing or interrupting a government procedure or meeting. In fact, tomorrow, I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go, I'll say it. We need to go in to the Capitol. Huh. Let's go! So I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Peacefully. Fed, 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 peacefully. Okay, folks, we're at the war. As soon as the president starts speaking, we go to the Capitol. The Capitol is this direction. Yeah, he's a fed. He's a plant. The goal was to get Trump supporters into the Capitol. Duh. That's why there was no violence inside the Capitol. The violence was outside. And for a number of reasons. One of them, the crowd had been infiltrated, by the way. Yeah, had been infiltrated by the left. I can say that. And, and, and by the way, here, let me see if I can find this real quick. The uh, police chief of the, uh, the Capitol Police did an interview yesterday. Let me find him here. Hold on one second. I got it. I got it. Promise. Um, and he says that happened. I got to find it real quick here. Right, let me, while, I'm, while I'm looking for that, let's, let's go ahead and, uh, and play a couple of other things here, including uh, Joseph McBride. He is a uh, lawyer representing many of the uh, January the 6th prisoners. Here's what he had to say yesterday about Tucker Carlson picking up the video that the uh, January 6th committee left on the cutting room floor that exonerates a lot of the uh, good share and almost most of the Capitol protesters. Yes, unequivocally, some of them will benefit. We are already aware of information that has not been provided up until this point, meaning that the Department of Justice had two years to provide all of the information that we have been asking for. 
They sat on it and they deliberately withheld it from us. They never imagined in a million years that the Speaker of the House would say, hey, guess what, American public? Guess what, Tucker Carlson? Guess what, Joe McBride? Take a look at this video footage that you've been denied. The idea that Brady evidence has been withheld from my clients and from other January 6th clients at large is not an imaginatory comment. I am not being hyperbolic when I say when I say this. Double the amount of CCTV footage has been made available to us. There is no question that exculpatory evidence will be available in that swath of video footage. And for the people who have already gone to trial, just think about Jacob Chansley, what he was accused of, being the face of the insurrection, the face yeah. of this movement. We saw him getting entrapped, getting led around by Capitol Police yesterday. That video should exonerate him. He is not well, alone you, in this. Yeah, Donald Trump says, by the way, that uh, January 6th prisoners uh, should be freed uh, and those who put them there should be jailed. And I agree 100,000%. A little bit more from uh, this uh, lawyer, Joseph McGregor. McBride representing many of the January the 6th defendants. He was not violent. Look, you have two types of entrapment. Old school entrapment where an officer willfully induces you to commit a crime and entrapment by estoppel where a member of the public relies on a representation from a member of government to think that something is okay. When you are being, when you are receiving a tour of the interior of the United States Capitol, when you say, hey, can I see the, the Holy of Holies, the Senate chamber, this room and that room backstage passes when they are taking you around yeah. and showing you everything yeah. the inference is that you've been given permission the idea that that man was charged for that crime is objectionable and it is wrong it is clearly entrapment yeah. by estoppel and they need to appeal wow. did he say gestapo i think he said gestapo I think that would be appropriate. Here is Stephen's son he was the capitol police chief on that day talking about what happened Provided I can get it to play. Hold on one second. Let me try it again. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right. One more time. Here it is. This is Stephen Sund. Well, I find that concerning. I find concerning the um, memorandum that's put in place restricting any uh, National Guard from carrying any civil disobedience equipment. Um, but I think the mayor's, uh, mayor's letter goes hand-in-hand hand with what Speaker Pelosi didn't want to see the, the stormtroopers out on the streets. Uh, so it really tied our hands. Uh, that day and you know looking back at the way you started in, into this talk about the January 6th committee what people need to realize there's the restrictions I had as the chief and ask yourself why the January 6th committee never uh, requested that I come and publicly testify huh, think about that weird. I'm the chief of the Capitol Police huh. to have me come down and publicly testify before the January 6th committee because I think they were concerned it would begin to show what went on the 6th what went on the days leading up to the 6th huh. and what was the involvement of political leadership and their appointees yeah and by the way the Capitol Police were out to dry, by the way, because I, I believe that Nancy Pelosi and others knew that there were going to be bad actors in the crowd and Capitol Police would have to go up against them. And if they lost a few uh, sacrificial lambs to energy in, in injury or whatnot, that was fine. The goal was getting people into the Capitol. More from the police chief. 
January 3rd, the morning of January 3rd, I went over to see uh, uh, Paul Irving at 9.34 a.m. in the morning to request the National Guard. Mm -hmm. uh, the final intelligence assessment didn't come out to the evening of January 3rd. Uh, it was pretty much reviewed maybe on the 4th. But you got to understand, that intelligence assessment didn't even indicate the level of threat that we now know uh, existed. The significant le uh, threat that was out there, the fact that the, the FBI was tracking 18 domestic um, uh Terrorist suspects. What, 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 what? The FBI literally knew that 18 terrorist suspects were coming to Washington, D.C. to infiltrate the crowd? Uh, threat that was out there, the fact that the, the FBI was tracking 18 domestic um, uh, terrorist suspects that were coming to the Capitol. I'm not even a journalist, and I'm way ahead of everybody on this. The crowd was infiltrated. They wanted people to get into the building, and if a few Capitol Police officers got beaten up, then so be it. But once people were inside, they showed that they were Trump supporters, and they didn't wreck a damned thing. Unbelievable. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's The Rob Carson Show. That yes, there was a pro-Trump rally at which the president spoke, and you can we can absolutely talk about all the things the president said there. But the idea that that rally is the thing that got out of hand and that somehow resulted in the breaching of the Capitol, that rally was very far from the Capitol. Yep. Huh. And the people who, as you say, did the initial breach that allowed everybody else to come in, they never even went to that rally. No, that's kind of weird, isn't it? And then I just played the fact that uh, the uh, former chief of police at the Capitol said that the FBI knew 18 known terrorists, domestic ter terrorists, were coming to the Capitol. And if I'm not mistaken, those domestic terrorists were exclusively members of Black Lives Matter and Antifa uh, because uh, it, during the election cycle the summer of 2020, they burned the country. Yeah. It was all about getting Trump supporters into the building, and they didn't care if a few heads were cracked. And I am saying this about Nancy Pelosi and the deep state and people like Mitch McConnell and the DOJ and the FBI. The FBI, by the way, same FBI that covered up Hunter Biden's laptop before the election, same FBI who uh, created a Russia collusion hoax in the 2016 election. I, you can't even begin to say how bloody, stinking, corrupt this government is, and I think I need to laugh. I need to laugh. Know that these people are going to go down in history and hopefully in jail. That committee has been exposed when Tucker shows showed those videos. Jim Gossett, Mitch is whining, Schumer screaming. Sing along. If you think we're done, then you're dreaming. It was a whole scam, just a whole scam. Liz Cheney's whole scam. Now you're gone. The narrative just fell apart. A pack of lies from the very start. January 6th, committee don't have squat. And now big trouble, that's what they got. It was a whole scam. Election soul scam. Nancy, your old man. 
damage control man. And now you're out. It was a whole scam. Uh, yeah. Just a whole scam. I wish I knew how to play the harmonica like Dan Eckert. That would have been really good. I'll just do the, uh, the bass part there, though. Uh, by the way, former RNC chair Michael Steele, which is, I mean, wow. He said this on MSNBC. He said that uh, uh, Fox, <laughs> Fox uh, Tucker Carlson said, uh, he said Tucker Carlson's a demonic sycophant. He described Trump as a demonic force, a destroyer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is fantastic. Steele said, demonic force, that means Tucker must be possessed, or Tucker is one of those demonic creatures that enable that force. I tend to go for the latter. Uh, dude, you're the one who sold your soul. <laughs> you're, you're the guy who sold your soul. I, I was behind, I was backstage uh, meeting Rush Limbaugh about, what, 12, 15 years ago, and you were there. Uh, he was there. Michael Steele was there. Hey, Rob, how are you? Hey, nice to meet you, because he heard about me on the radio. This is before I was even a conservative talk show host. He just knew that I wrote for Rush Limbaugh. And uh, so I, I would, before I throw around the demonic thing, uh, you've got to consider you're working for MSNBC, and you used to be the head of the RNC. Uh, I'm thinking the soul-selling happened on your part. I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing this out there. Just, just throwing this out there. Just throwing this out there. Oh, oh, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. By the way, uh, the DHS, and I'll just say this, the DHS needs to be, it just needs to go away. They need to defund it. They need to shut it down. Everybody in there will give a little severance package, and you're done. Because the DHS has been used and, and to brutalize Americans. That's it. Uh, Department of Disinformation, anyone? Anyone at all? And it goes on and on and on. And the more it's exposed, and I've exposed it on the show, the more you're going to know that this agency is evil. It is a domestic CIA. The Department of Homeland Security has been operating a shady, covert domestic intelligence program for years. One employee claims, run like a corrupt government. The DHS program, called the Overt Human Intelligence Collection Program, for years has granted officials the ability to bypass lawyers and conduct intelligence interviews with individuals held in local jails and federal prisons. Okay? Yeah. Uh, as Intelligence Committee Climate uh, Survey analysts from fiscal year 2020 revealed that a significant number of respondents cited concerns with politicization of analytic products and or the perceptions of undue influence that may compromise the integrity of the work performed by employees. This concern touches on, this sounds com complicated, analytic topics, the review process, and the appropriate safeguards in place to uh, protect against due influence, meaning they were on one side of the equation. All right. A number of respondents in the agency expressed concerns with the quality and effectiveness uh, of leadership and the inability to resist political pressure, meaning they are a political organization. I've got more on this. Also, Alejandro Mayorkas is still denying there is a, a problem with the southern border. That is coming up, but we do have a special guest coming up. Doug Collins, former congressman, ranking minority member, joins us to talk about all of this. Don't go anywhere. country and are in down with freedom of speech maybe you should move down to cuba it's the rob carson show rupert murdoch who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it has a special obligation to stop tucker carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting him go on again and again and again not because their views deserve such a program, but because our democracy depends on it. 
Yeah, our democracy depends on it. You know, selective video editing is only acceptable when it comes from the left. Joining us on the uh, Newsmax hotline, Doug Collins, former congressman from Georgia, ranking minority member, House Judiciary Committee, also a lieutenant colonel of the U.S. Air Force Reserves, host of the Doug Collins podcast. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I think he drives for Uber, uh, but he's on the phone. Hi there, Doug. How are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Hey, I got some news for you, though, too, Rob. I was, uh, just recently picked up a full bird. So I may I am now uh, be pinning on full bird kernel here pretty soon. So so I'm, I'm personally excited about that. So you know, in addition to Uber, in addition to everything else, yeah, you know, you, I have to add in something. You know. <laughs> well, very good. So we we got a ton of stuff to get to today. What do you think about the uh, the well thus far the uh, the January six tapes that have been uh, unleashed by uh, Tucker Carlson and the reaction from by the way the left and the and the right uh, uh, GOP and uh, and uh, Democrats like Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. What what are, you, what are your thoughts so far today? Well, I think so far I think what it shows is is it, uh, is that when you keep things you don't fully show the full thing taking good bad whatever you want to call it but when you're when you when you're perceived as keeping things back there's going to be a backlash and and this is exactly what is happening once you know those tapes were out there um and then when you and i like what you just said a minute ago this you know selective showing and if they accuse tucker of selective showing i mean well january 6th was selective showing was it a bad you know was this a very bad event yes it was a bad event did people do yeah. stuff wrong yes they did stuff wrong and but the problem is is now people are doubting because they feel like that they were not shown everything, and this was the problem of having a one-sided, you know, committee that, in the end, was going to be it was going to be perceived as political, no matter what you did. Well, I don't think there's any doubt it was political. There was no cross-examination allowed whatsoever. There was no any uh, opposing evidence. And we found out from the videotapes on Monday that one man, at least one man, is in prison on false charges, and that is uh, Jacob Hensley, the QAnon sham shaman. He literally was doing selfies outside with Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law filming a documentary. I posted it yesterday on social media. Uh, glad-handing the shaman, who's supposed to be this violent, uh, 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 trying to overthrow the government. And then we also find out he was toured through the building and allowed let into the senate chamber where he led a prayer for the police so i would say at minimum that was a massive lie well again and that's exactly rob you're exactly right i mean this is what this is the kind of things that, that have made the the whole determination of this go from a perspective of where you you give the people complete transparency you give them the the all the the evidence you give them everything that's out there to say okay how do we make this better you know look we, we go back on i'm not just saying these videotapes i mean go back to the fact that the january 6th commission uh, investigative committee never even questioned democrats such as nancy pelosi Steny hoyer and others who were in charge of security the speaker's office is in charge of that during the states, but they were never even asked to testify even staff members this is why people this is why this makes it even far worse and, and will continue to drone on and and divide us further that's why you know the 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 complacency is out there of people worrying about their government they see this kind of stuff and they say what's the use yeah, and I'll tell you also, uh, Stephen Sun, the former Capitol Hill police chief, was not called to testify. Uh, last night, Tucker shared a, uh, uh, a lieutenant in, uh, no, beyond lieutenant, had been with the Capitol Police Force for 22 years. He actually took a hold of the reins and got senators out of the chambers, uh, and he was being ignored, and he wasn't called to testify. So I am going to stick by my uh, opinion, which my opinions have always been right on this stuff. This was a kangaroo court. This was going after Donald Trump. This was meant to stop Donald oh. Trump from running. Running, from running again. Now, where were you, by the way, on uh, on January the sixth? I, I haven't asked you that. Air Force. I was actually on duty. 
<laughs> you were on. Okay, okay, you were active. Because I wasn't. I wasn't in Congress. I was. So I was actually. Actually, I was on Air Force duty that day and found out a lot of it. You know, after the fact and a little bit because I was on act, actually uh, active duty. Let me ask you a subject that is not off. I mean, it's off topic, but uh, what's going on with Buckhead? What's what's going on with Atlanta? Buckhead desperately trying to break away, like uh, you know, like some counties in Idaho, from a uh, you know uh, a problematic left leaning city. Uh, is that is that done? I, I had heard that it sounds like they may have killed the uh, the uh, process. Uh, do you do you know anything about that right now? Yeah, yeah, they did. They killed it for this year. Uh. I have a real problem. I have a real problem. With it. And in this okay, point, I have a problem with them not letting Buckhead at least vote. Okay, the same, last year when they killed this in the legislature last year, the same legislature approved three other cities, one closer to Atlanta in the in the Fulton County, DeKalb, Cobb County areas, and then a couple outside where uh, groups who had petitioned who wanted to form their own cities were allowed to vote to form their own cities. Uh, we've done this since Republicans got back into control, well, got in control. We've never had it for hundred. 40-something years, but back in the early 2000s, there have been a lot of cities made in North Fulton, which is the main predominant county of Atlanta, and then DeKalb uh, that have been made. This one is one because it is a high-value area, so very wealthy communities, and they frankly are just saying, look, we're not getting the services, and yeah. you're taking the money from us, and we're not getting it. I, you know, again, I get some of the arguments, but the problem is this is a left city that is not wanting to make a correction, and the governor and the, and killed it by some of his own you know, constitutional statements saying that we're concerned about this. But yet at the same time, he signed three other bills last year that actually uh, allowed to the, begin the process of forming a new city. I, again, I think this is where people get frustrated is, you know, there could be arguments made. Well, then give it to the voters, let the voters decide. Yeah. And in the city of Atlanta, why don't the city of Atlanta fix these issues? Yeah, well, it's uh, because they're run by Democrats and they will never fix it because they always need people in perpetual need. They always need a perpetual crisis. It's happening in places like Baltimore. Uh, and Baltimore has descended even further. They want the bloody tax base, but they could give a rat's behind about the people of Buckhead. The same goes with our federal government. They aren't paying attention to people in East Palestine. They aren't paying attention to people in, in Baltimore. They aren't paying people attention to people in uh, St. Louis. All they want is a means of production and taxation. That's what it's all about. That's what the left does, Doug, and uh, and it, you know as well as I do, Atlanta's the same damn way. The school system in Atlanta has been screwed for years. Uh, more than a decade ago, there was massive cheating uh, with regard to, to standardized testing to make the grades look better, and the same crap goes on in Democrat-run cities everywhere, and I don't blame Buckhead for saying, you know what, we're done with this crap. And it's a, it's a damn shame that they can't vote on it themselves because they're, they're paying for the malfeasance of the idiots in charge in Atlanta. Well, and, and I think that's your whole issue. It, it, I, I go back on a lot of these and simply saying, don't let the people decide. The, the, the anti-city of Buckhead folks would have every opportunity to make their case and their argument about why this would be bad and what Atlanta could do to get better. Just as the pro-Buckhead people would say, hey, look, we tried for years to fix this. The only reason some of this is being discussed is because we're doing it. But that's what you know this, this idea of, of governance should look like. And, and just frankly, right now, because of multitude of reasons, and mainly that the left is desperate because they feel the city of Atlanta would basically go out uh, because it's, they won't have the argument. And unfortunately, it's been blocked. And this is a this. I mean, I, again, no matter where you fall on it, it's hard to say why. And I heard one legislator actually say that this is a this is a it was something to the quote of the effect of sometimes you have to make decisions in spite of uh, four people. Um, because you, because just you just have better information. That that was actually a quote uh, or, or mm -hmm. attempted quote. 
Yeah, yeah, and we've got information, and we'll only let you have so much of it, and the rest of it we'll just kind of keep like, you know, they did with the videotape in uh, uh, January the 6th. Let me ask you about uh, what's going on with uh, the lab leak in Wuhan. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, it's funny because two government agencies, including the FBI, Christopher Wray literally said, oh, yeah, we've known it's from the Wuhan lab, kind of like they did with Hunter Biden's laptop, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we've known forever. And and the, and the left and, and uh, people, you know, in the government are saying, oh, yeah, only two agencies are saying that it came from Wuhan. It's not a consensus, to which I say, there doesn't have to be a consensus. The EPA doesn't need to have an opinion on it, or, you know, whatever agency doesn't need to have an opinion on it. If two major government agencies say, oh, yeah, it came from Wuhan, maybe you might consider further investigating and then going after China for destroying the economy, uh, even if it was unintentional, and, and then go after the people who funded it including Anthony Fauci. What are your thoughts about what's coming out? And I know I know a bunch of stuff's going to come out today. Go ahead. Well, yeah, there's more coming out of it. And I think this is the problem that you have. Is it, What really disturbs me is, is not necessarily that, you know, the, the, it, it disturbs in a way of wanting to, you know, the point we, we, I mean, most of us knew early on, this, look, this probably came out of a, of a lab. It just, it didn't fit the other uh, scenarios that we had seen from other viruses came out. But what bothers me is, is these meetings early in February of 2020, in yeah. which these were being said, and then all of a sudden they have a meeting with Fauci and other virologists who all of a sudden give this sanitized version of what they believe actually happened. And the concern is, is what were they covering up? And I think you just hit on that either, you know, as well, because we found out in the three years since that they were giving money for uh, this uh, uh, kind of research going on. Why were they not being safe? And, again, it's not just what our agency says. Look at what some of the world opinion and intelligence on this as well that have been trending to say, hey, look, this was China, this was a leak. And as you said, even unintentional, there's price to pay for this. But we've got to have unanimity to say we're not worried about hurting people's feelings. We're worried about the truth to figure out how this could never happen again. Well, I, I um, uh, Donald Trump said in his uh, speech at CPAC that he is our retribution, and I'm going to tell you, Doug, I want I want retribution for these abuses and these usurpations uh, with regard to January the 6th, with regard to the southern border, with regard to the fentanyl crisis. Uh, let me ask you about this, because uh, Joe Biden is hinting he might do something about the cartels after four Americans were kidnapped, two murdered, for just being in Mexico. A poor woman was down there to get a tummy tuck, and she had a friend and two other friends. She was loaded into the back of the pickup with the dying bodies of two of her friends, and this is all because we we have a stinking open uh, southern border. We have funded the cartels to the tune of billions, and now they are having an all-out war. What would you suggest that we do with regard to Mexico? I agree with those that have been calling and say it's time to treat the cartels as a, as a terrorist organization. It, it's time to, to look at it from that perspective. And if Mexico is not going to do anything about it or incapable of doing anything about it, then you know there's the special opera. You know there's some things that we could do. Because, again, what's concerning here is what you're saying. This is just growing. And I believe that Joe Biden, the sec and this is going to sound harsh, but Afghanistan, I will say, will, will continually be his worst of the worst uh, of what he did to us yeah. on the national state, of international state. But the, the open border is a very close second, if not 1A. And that will be a legacy that he can't live down. Now this gives him an opportunity, and I've heard you know, the political side of this, well, now we'll go after it. Well, no, they've known this is happening for years. And you've got a, a press secretary who says we're at the lowest level of fentanyl ever, which is just an outright lie. You've, I mean, for every fentanyl we're catching, they're more than, than we are missing getting away. 
but this we need to treat this as a I think as a national security issue yeah. because they're involved in our states already. We're seeing this happen, and it's, it's maybe time to take the head off the, the snake on this one. Yeah, I want to see some painted targets and some kabooms. That's what I want to see, Doug Collins. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you. I think you would definitely raise the the advantage. That would be for sure. Yeah, that that should be the, uh, the the slogan. Kaboom! That's what we tell Mexico. Kaboom! <laughs> Doug Collins, I I greatly appreciate you joining me on the show. I know you're on Twitter at Rep Doug Collins, uh, and also tell people where they can find your show. Anywhere they go on my podcast, uh, Spotify, Apple, any of them. Just look for uh, the Doug Collins podcast. Go on there, click on it. You're ready to go. You do uh, guests on your podcast? We do. We do guests. We do long really? interviews. There's a pretty awesome guy named Rob Carson on the radio. You might consider that guest. Oh, oh, I'm glad Rob brought that up because I've asked, Rob, when's your people going to get me done today? All right, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Between you and me, I'll do it. Thanks for for joining me, bro. It's always great to have you on, always enlightening, and and I just feel privileged to be able to have you on the show. Rob, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. Take care. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's the Ron Carson Show. So if uh, Mitch McConnell and uh, Chuck Schumer are on the same side of something and you uh, are on the other side, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it. You're the one who knows the truth. Was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to Professor Paulson on this security footage? My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly... The chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand. Yeah, but why were there no violence inside the Capitol? Why did it only happen outside the Capitol when we know, and the FBI knew, 18 known terrorists were coming to Washington, D.C. to infiltrate the crowd? It's like they just wanted people in the building. Kind of entrapment. It's a Mitch world when I run to the cameras and I lie about January 6th. I can rely on the rhinos, honey. I can rely on the rhinos, honey. <laughs> so you, you know yes. that video Tucker's showing <laughs> proves that I'm full of crap. The truth is out. And now there's no doubt that I've been exposed. The case is closed and I ought to be hosed. But it's a Mitch world when you side with Schumer and you stay in power anyway. I can rely on the rhinos, honey. I can rely on the rhinos, honey. It's a Mitch world when you're owned by China and you do their bidding every day. Every day. I can rely on the Chinese money. I can rely on the Chinese money. It's <laughs> fantastic. That is, of course, from uh, Jim Gossett, and uh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, if you get the chance to uh, check out Jim Gossett, uh, he has a Patreon page. It's called uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com, uh, slash uh, Jim Gossett Comedy. I thought you should uh, you should check that out. If you support him, that would be uh, that would be huge. It would be greatly appreciated. So um, uh, Alejandro Mayorkas is the head of the DHS. He is, um, I-, I personally believe, the most corrupt individual that we have ever uh, seen in government, to be quite honest. I I think he is the absolute um, uh, epitome of everything that is wrong with uh, with government and and the DHS. By the way, the DHS is a very 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 corrupt organization. The DHS 
is uh, uh, the, they created a disinformation bureau. They have abused their power massively in the country to create basically a, uh, a CIA for American citizens who disagree with the government. Okay, this is this is exactly what Joseph Stalin did. This is absolutely Joseph Stalin created the disinformation bureau. Uh, that's what Alejandro Mayorkas wanted to do with the DJ DHS. And by the way, that's only on hold. That's why I say this little man needs to uh, be uh, indicted, uh, convicted and tried, uh, uh, tried and convicted. And uh, and the DHS needs to go away. One of the reasons is this jackweed is also in charge of the southern border. And here he is with Christian Obenpool denying still that there is a border crisis. Many of your opponents call it a border crisis. Do you consider it a crisis in the Biden administration? Christian, the, the, the issues that we have are extraordinarily diverse. You know, I spoke about extreme weather events. I spoke about cyber... Um, California and Florida just had really extreme weather events, and yet people are still coming here. Your argument is specious. Security, you and I have now exchanged about the threat of adverse nation states. Uh, that seek to infringe on our and other countries' sovereignty. You know, 20 years ago when our... Um, it's policy. Your policy is causing the southern border. ...department was created. It was the foreign terrorist. We now have the challenge of a domestic violent extremist. Ah, there you go. So it was foreign terrorists, and then it became domestic violent extremists. Now, what was the first group in the Biden administration to be declared domestic violent extremists? Parents who disagree with CRT and Trump supporters. When we speak about the border, we have to put it in context that this is not a challenge, and it is indeed a challenge, not a challenge exclusive to the United States. You know, Chile. Uh, just deployed its military. I don't even give a rat's behind about Chile. You're the guys who did it. You're the guys who have allowed it. You have invited everybody into the country wholesale. Don't pin this on somebody else. I can't wait for your trial date. Let's take a break and come back. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you don't know already, I am live in the famed Rush Limbaugh slot, noon to three Eastern Standard Time on talk radio stations across the country, and the replay of every show is available everywhere you find podcasts. Just search Rob Carson Show. Make sure to check out my TV show on Newsmax called Rob Carson's What in the World. Follow me on social media, and above all, don't catch the stupid. stupid. first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com 